0: Well, good morning. It's another
1: day. I'm Jim Harrington.
0: And I am Bill Knight. Happy Friday to you. Well, today could be an interesting day.
1: So yeah, Fanny, Fanny Willis. Fannie
0: Willis, Fanny Willis, case mm-hmm. should be wrapping up today. Now, the judge sat, sat there and said there is no attorney-client privilege uh, allowed for uh, Wade's uh, former colleague.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, He's Bradley. He's got to
0: testify. Yeah. Yeah, Bradley. He's got to testify.
1: Well, he already did testify. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. So, and and I guess today they're going to do the the closing arguments, and I guess from this point on, I, at least as far as uh, observers uh, can see, it's basically it's going to go to the judge, and they think that he may have a decision as soon as uh, the beginning of next week. So, you know, probably
0: over the weekend or after five. What, if what, it goes, do you,
1: what do you think? I still don't
0: hold a lot of faith in it because Democrats tend to. When push comes to shove, they stick together, even if they know it's the wrong thing to do. They do the party thing, and that's where I have a problem because he is a Democrat, he is, you know, appointed. Yeah. Guy. So I, I, I got to sit there, and he's still a skunk, you know.
1: And well, you know, I, I watched the hearings, and he looked very, very uh, official. And, judge and, like, yeah, judge like, and he looked like he was considering all points of view. He didn't look like a partisan. I've seen partisan Urgeron look like a partisan. Partisan, yeah. uh, I mean Ergon had the decision in his mind before the case started, and it was just a photo op for er, you know Ergon to. Uh, he was sitting up there smirking at the cameras, and here uh, he already made up his mind. He already knew mm-hmm. what he was going to do. This guy looks like a young guy who is taking his job seriously. Now, he may be doing that, Bill, just for the cameras. He may already have – you're right. He may already have his decision. He may be a good little uh, operative, and uh, he may come across and and save their bacon. But here's the thing I keep thinking. Bill, it's going to – it's been on national television. Millions of people have watched it, and, you know – The public's made their mind. up, But he also has his professional reputation on the line here. And I'm thinking, a young guy, does he want to be considered a hack? I don't think so. So there's a part of me that's saying, uh, he's probably going to come out, Bill, with a decision that's not going to make all of the Trump people happy. But he's not going to come out with a decision that's going to be uh, a decision that exonerates Fannie Willis. You know? And a decision like that is going to mean that she gets to go forward with the case, and she's going not to necessarily. To the, they may take her off the case, and not, well, and she may not lose her DA job.
0: Well, that's that's great, but the point is, no matter what they do, it uh, it's if it doesn't affect the, the case to where, if if it goes forward, just another Democrat goes mm-hmm. in there, you know, they're not going to throw it out. They're not going to sit there and make it start all over. They need this corner piece in their attack against Trump, just like, well, they needed the January 6th. That's unfolding, and it looks like it's going to go against them. So now they're going to the documents case, and they want to do that in July. But back to Fannie, I mean, there something could come out of that as late as tonight, well, tomorrow, or this weekend, or next week. There's another caveat, too, and that is is that there's a Russian hack group. I forget the name of it. They 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 actually broke into the computers in Georgia, and they got all the evidence of the DA that they have on Trump. And they said, hey, we got this. We're going to release it in a couple of months if you don't give us X millions of dollars. Seriously, I didn't hear that. Wow. Oh, yeah. It, no, you can wow. check it out. Now, yeah. now, something happened in that. The FBI found where they were transmitting from... Yeah. Yeah. arrested the guys seized the computers and thought that was it well a couple of days later all oh, the guys had some partners and they had backups to the drives wow so they showed up i guess day before yesterday yesterday and said well you didn't get us all see we have backups and we all have computers and we're back so you have until 8:59 eastern time wow. on thursday to pay up or they're going to release these rela uh, these records. Was public. this
1: last Thursday, Bill? Or was no. this next yeah. Thursday? Well, from what I
0: understood, it was
1: last night. Wow. So what's the latest night? Like That's a, what I would yeah, do. I was trying to find this, a good. This sounds like an episode update? to the FBI. <laughs>
0: yeah, you know, I'm sitting wow. there going,
1: did they get these guys too? You know, wow. why are they so? what is look, to did you me, see it on Gateway pundit? I didn't see it any I didn't see it on no, the, the Blaze
0: No, nah, it was on mainstream news. They were talking about it because can you believe they got those those files yeah. from the DA's office and I'm sitting there going, "Well, what's the whoop? If they've got evidence against Trump, okay, release it. Let's get it out there once and for all and just let the public know." But they don't want to do that? Wow. So, he, he, or he, is it all is it all Pardon the pun. Trumped up crap information, and that well, then it's it, either going to look bad for Trump Phil, or bad for the. You DA. cannot
1: assume that anything you do on the internet is not being looked at by somebody else. Or, or absolutely, you, you can also not assume that your computer can't be hacked. Uh, I mean, you're there are some we were very just talking sophisticated about
0: that before the show. Yeah, yeah,
1: there are some very sophisticated, uh, intelligent criminals out there who can do the darndest things. Uh, you wouldn't believe what they can do. The back doors then can go in. We look at most people look at their computers, they turn it on, they see their browser, and everything they think they're pretty sophisticated. But you know there's some mind behind making that browser. There's some mind behind creating the DOS- based system or whatever uh, that mm-hmm. the computer runs on and, and, and there's some mind who knows how all that stuff works. and those are the hackers. Those are the guys who can look at— well, let me ask like, you a question. Go ahead. Well, you know, we talk
0: about hackers and that they're good and they're hard to detect. And, you know, you, you see it in credit card fraud and all the fraud that's going around mm-hmm. everywhere. Could not a, uh, I don't know, a political party employ hackers and oh, say, sure.
1: yeah, go in, still, shut the door? I would be willing to bet you, though, if a political party does that, only one of them would do it. Based upon track records, it would be the one that uh, leans more to the left, okay? The the yeah. ones the ones that follow the rules on our law abiding, which for the most part are Republicans, uh, they right. wouldn't do it because, well, it's, it's not following the rules. The other side, well, they create rules, you know, and they bend rules and they break rules. And, you know, that's that's the side that might do something like that. But... It could also be, they'll blame it, by the way. See, they have to have a Russian narrative on the other side. I mean, I was listening to uh, uh, some of these other pundits talking about uh, Trump. Trump is not a Russian operative. I know that comes as a deep uh, shock to a lot of people on the left. No, it is. But he's not a Russian operative. Trump is anything but a Russian operative. If anything, he's a patriot, American patriot. But they have to have a story. They have to sell you on something. And, you know, there's a lot of people who are just not paying full attention. They think they're paying attention by watching the evening news uh, while they're eating dinner. They think they're paying attention by maybe listening to Rachel Maddow on MSNBC or watching some other pundit on MSNBC. They think that's really paying attention. The fact of the matter is that's a partisan propaganda outlet, period. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. And, yes... Yes, to a certain extent, Fox uh, is a bit an outlet for partisan. It's a partisan outlet the other way. Not as much mm-hmm. as it used to be. It's more is trying desperately to be accepted by you on the left. And in doing so, they've alienated a lot of their base audience. Newsmax is more of a partisan outlet to the right. You know, they follow, they lean more to the right, but they're not a full solid, solid, uh, rock-solid, right-wing cable news channel. They're not. I know there are people who think they are, but Newsmax will do something. I mentioned it yesterday. Every time Mm. they talk about the uh, 2020 election, they dutifully break out their disclaimer, and every anchor has to read it. Whenever somebody talks about the 2020 election on their programs, they break out this disclaimer, which is meant to... Wash their hands, so to speak. Of uh, well, that's not our opinion. We believe that it was a fair election. That that disclaimer, which is nonsense. It's a lawyer told him to do it. Otherwise, you're going to get sued big time. You may lose all of your toys. That's what the uh, disclaimer is all about. You mm-hmm. know. So and they haven't got the cojones to, or maybe the money, to fight the uh, the guys who are coming after him. Which is probably the deep state. But you know, Bill, we're talking about court cases and. The other thing that the left has gone absolutely bonkers about, I don't know if you follow this or not, but the Supreme Court came out yesterday and said, hey, we are going to look at the executive privilege uh, question. We're going to look at it. President Trump asked the Supreme Court to look at it. Bill, you would have— The th- left is going nuts. Oh, my God. They have gone absolutely— madam. Oh, You got, uh, what's it, Reiner or whatever this? Maddow, <laughs> Reiner, a lot of the pundits on MSNBC. We have uh, Joe Scarborough, Mika Brzezinski. You would have thought that someone stole their cars. You would have thought that somebody broke into their houses. They are unhinged. Well, <laughs> how
0: do they think we feel when they throw their left crap that has no bases, but they all gather together and they say, well, we have decided that this is the way it's going to be and they you know they throw it and yeah. we're going that's not fair yeah. and it's not fair but they sit there and they 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 impose well, it they're think- getting a taste of their own medicine but this at least is legit well, what's
1: being thrown at them here's the thing a lot of people don't understand this question a lot of our listen- listeners may uh, have some question see for for decades uh, since the uh, birth of our nation uh, it has been assumed that presidents have a certain amount of immunity they have executive right. privilege. You cannot function as a country if your chief executive, the man who makes the ultimate decisions can be sued. For example, you know um, Truman Harry Truman made a decision. He made a decision to drop the, the atom bomb on uh, Hiroshima. And then uh, a day or two later, Nagasaki, right? Now, if he'd made that decision and there was the Damocles sword of, if if they, you drop that bomb, some people in Hiroshima are going to sue you and they're going to take your house and your property and they're going to put you in jail and maybe you might even be up for execution for doing this as a war crime. Do you think he would have made the decision the same way? A president any leader has to have the ability to make a decision without fear of harm to themselves, so to speak, you know, and their family and their property and the things they hold dear, they have to be protected from that. And that's how our country has, has acted for decades, for centuries. And then all of a sudden Trump comes along. Okay. Yeah. They they don't want Trump to have executive privilege. No, 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 no. Where does he get off having executive privilege? If he has executive privilege, wait a second, then he has the right to bring those documents down to Mar-a-Lago and store them down there? I mean, he has the right to declassify documents instantaneously like every president? When he got into the White House,
0: they changed a lot of rules applying to him that didn't apply to anyone else. I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, yeah, we passed a bill way back then. Hurry up and sign that. Let the ink dry in that. Uh, uh, we passed a bill that uh, the oh, yeah. executive privileges. I mean, somebody somewhere is going to come up with some forgotten, unknown, never before talked about. And the paper is probably newer or uh, older than the ink that is on it because well, here's, it's new ink. Here's uh, what, the, here's what would
1: the judges and the Supreme Court are going to have to make a very big decision. And the decision is, does he have executive privilege? Now think about this for a second. Representatives and senators have executive privilege to a certain extent. They are yeah. held they are held harmless from lawsuits and charges when they are performing in their roles as as a representative or a senator. They have a certain amount of privilege for their jobs, and it's automatic, but yet they're trying to say that Trump didn't have executive privilege, okay? They're, saying, they're trying to say it was different for him. They're trying to say they had more privilege as representatives and senators than President Trump has, you know, if they want to protect our, our society. This is how important it is, Bill if they want mm-hmm. to protect our society, they're going to have to rule that, yes, he had executive privilege, and yes, any president in his position has executive power. Executive privilege cannot be removed or destroyed by individuals after the fact. You know, well, Otherwise, I, we're not going to be a democracy. I think grassroots
0: America gets it, and that's why Trump numbers are going through the ceiling and they're doing everything they can to throw everything that they can put their hands on at Trump. So don't be surprised if the Supreme court makes a mistake and rules against them. But if they do, the wheels are coming off the the wagon. And I think we only got one wheel left and that may be the case for that one wheel. And then the wagon's got no wheels and it's going to skid out of control. I mean, and there's case after case of this going down. You can talk about reparations and the uh, the uh, the Fairness and Equity uh, Act in Georgia, which would give reparations, and now they're saying, oh, you better pass this bill or we're going to raise hell. They're all descending on Georgia right now.
1: But wait a second. You know, before we go, I want to point this out. this We talk about unhinged people. Mm-hmm. This is a contributor bill for MSNBC. His name is Ellie Mestel or Meistel, mm-hmm. uh, he is, uh, I guess, he's an editor or something or a writer for uh, one of the left wing, wi- uh, left wing rags. Easy say for for that fast say, yeah. five times, yeah. Um, but the thing is, he, this guy is, uh, he's a minority gentleman. Uh, he's, uh, he looks like a wild man. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to go any, into any more description. And he's one of their contributors and experts on MSNBC. I want you to hear what. How unhinged he sounds and what he says we should do to the Supreme Court justices.
2: Then the appeals court gives a bulletproof ruling, as Dahlia says, and they still decide to take it up. What it says is that they are corrupted political actors who act in bad faith. The reason why people like Mark and people like Dahlia seem to have a crystal ball is because they're real, because they're realists, and they understand the court for what it is. And at some point, people in the media, people at home, and people... People sitting in the White House have to stop pretending that the Supreme Court is some kind of benign trying to do its best institution and start to realize that there are six Republicans, not conservatives, Republicans on the Supreme Court who view it as their job to help the Republican Party. And until we do something about that, until we take away that power, until we draw the line on them there, they will continue to do this. They will help They will take away abortion rights. They will end affirmative action. They will liberalize gun rights. They will do all of it until we stop them. And somebody, somebody needs to start listening in the higher echelons of the Democratic Party because we will keep losing every day. We allow these six Republicans in robes to rule over all of us.
1: This guy is nuts. Okay. You know the most
0: important thing he said? What? We'll keep losing every day. See, it's not about what
1: the people want. No. Well, what he wants and his party well, wants. We, he spelled it out right there. And, and didn't you hear what he said? We've got to get rid of them. Mm-hmm. We've got to get rid of them. The six Republicans and robes. See, what this idiot doesn't realize is the system is set up to do a exactly what it's doing, okay? The system is—there have been times when there's been a Democratic majority on the Supreme Court. There's been a time when there have been a Republican majority on the Supreme Court. But that being said, when they swear—when they're sworn in and they take the oath, they are supposed to—they're swearing that partisanship is going to be set aside, that they're going to do the right thing because now they are— something special their supreme court justices and listen i can't tell you uh, how many times john roberts has disappointed me politically john roberts was told we were told he was a conservative chief justice he was going to be on our side he was going to carry the uh, the the banner he has let us down time and time again yet if you look at the political uh background of john roberts he's a republican right So he's Mm -hmm. one of those six people that that fathead is talking about. And friends, this drives me nuts. as a former broadcaster. I guess I still am, right? But I mean, having made a living in broadcasting for quite a long time, when I hear major news outlets like NBC putting guys like him on the air as an expert, this unhinged revolutionary, that's what he sounds like to me, He's talking about removing them, those six Republicans in robes. Those six Republicans in robes are doing their job, whether I like it or whether he likes it. And he essentially, he is stirring the pot. He sounds like an anarchist. He sounds like he wants to to physically remove them from office. Somebody's got to do something. I mean, for Pete's sakes, NBC, whatever happened to responsible news? You know, you guys used to have something, uh, you used to have arbiters and news, uh, not censors, but people who made sure that you were towing the line as far as quality and neutrality is concerned. You don't have that anymore, obviously. Yeah.
0: Hey, look, I'm not, you know, when I see the Supreme Court where it's whatever party's in office gets to a point and we don't have any control of, when somebody checks out in life uh on on the supreme court i you know i sit there and go you know i'm not opposed to having an equal amount of members i understand because maybe you know you you would get that point to where well we got x amount of votes that are nay and x amount of votes that are and they're the equal votes you know Mm -hmm. i i just don't know that uh you know the we do have a problem with the Supreme Court, you know, where you can't have, because the Democrats have wanted to load up, and they have in the past, load up the Supreme Court, and that's where you get super liberal bills. And maybe the point is, is that we
1: don't need these extreme well, bills passed. You, you say we've had a problem, and they've lo- they don't load the Supreme Court. There's nine justices. Right. There's always been nine justices. There, At times, there have been six Democrats, you know, and three Republicans. There have been five Democrats and four Republicans. And now there are right. six now there are six Republicans and three Democrats and they're they're ticked yeah. off about that because it's not on their side. But uh right. the thing I think right. to make the Supreme Court it frustrates both sides, Bill, is that it basically has been uh, a system that's been in place since the beginning and it hasn't really changed Uh, Right. That's what I'm saying.
0: Yeah. And, you know, look, it was I'm not saying do away with I think you have to have that there to to, you know, maybe correct some injustices out there. And right now, the balance is it should correct the injustice. But, you know, Biden did everything he could to put in. Well, I'm not I'm not poking fun at uh, Kanji, but uh, she's an extreme lefter. Oh,
1: big time. Yeah. But you know, Bill, you, you talked about how the left is going nuts. Rob Reiner, he's mm-hmm. he's tr- he's uh, got, a, I guess, like, he, he's calling him tweets. But he, Me, he's it, on know. he there. I don't know what they call him now. Messages on X. You know, he's angry. He's upset. Uh, people like uh, 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 this guy here, angry and upset about the uh, the justices. Hey, listen, that's they're signaling what they're going to do when this is over. If they, if they rule in the favor of executive privilege, uh, you know, there'll be people probably protesting in the streets like all the Democrats do. They'll be flipping cars, burning oh, buildings, geez. and
0: throwing—and don't walk out in the street you know, because you're going to get
1: attacked. We don't have discipline anymore in this country. We don't, we don't have a, 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 a justice system that protects the people. You know, uh, and they're pushing us closer and closer and closer to war. You know, um, they they want us to get more involved with the Ukraine situation. Um, you know, when they were down yeah. at the border speaking, when Trump was down at the border speaking uh, yesterday, he said, "You know, this is this is a war zone. This truly is a war zone." And and you you're fortunately you guys, meaning the National Guard officers and stuff, mm. you're treating it as such. You have experience in war, and you're treating it as such, and that's helping us because now I can stand in Eagle Pass. And I can give this speech and I can be, you know, there's no illegals coming across uh, whenever they want to. It's protected. But, um, you know, I was thinking these guys in in Washington are seeing uh, things falling apart now. they, They expected Trump to collapse under the weight of the indictments and it's not happening the reverse is happening. He's getting stronger. With each indictment, with each charge, it's like you're feeding the monster and it's getting bigger. And they didn't expect that. They didn't expect well that, that kind of reaction. So here's the thing. You know, you, you get a rat in the corner and you, you chase it. And, and that's when it becomes the most desperate and the most dangerous. My question is this. Are they going to push us into, push the Democrat, are we going to push the, not the Democrat, the deep state so far into the corner that they're going to think that their only option is to get us involved with a major distraction like a war? And will this happen well, before November?
0: Probably so. I mean, the Jacks, uh, you know, because there's a lot of a lot of bites here. The Jack Smith case uh, for January 6th looks like it's done. So now they want to do the documents case coming I in. Mean, he wants it in July. They want stuff before the election. I think the Democrats have made enough options out there. They're trying to see what card to play. They got the border, border crisis. It's not going away. It's only going to get worse. And that has got a long-lasting effect no matter when we tackle it. it's going. It's already blowing up on our face. And they don't care that it brings you down because it's not going to affect them and their lily white castles that they live on the hill on, you know, it's going to affect you and I. So that's the way it is. You've got what's going on in the Ukraine now. There's a, uh, one NATO member uh, that's uh, is a, a NATO member or UN NATO member, mm-hmm. I believe, that is saying, "Hey, go ahead, Ukraine, cross that Russian red line." Is it time for the U.S. to be out of NATO? You've got the U.N. making decisions. Mm Is it time for us to get the hell out of the U.N.? I mean, I'm not saying be an isolationist. but
1: Bill, I happen to think the U.N. is useless, and I think that NATO has served its purpose. So it's time maybe to back out of both of them. Doesn't mean that we
0: can't sit there and make a determination that we need to be vested in this fight or we don't need to be vested in this fight. But it's our decision.
1: It's not NATO. And it's not the U.N. But see, we've made it NATO's decision. Now, literally, uh, Germ- Germany and France and England can get together and say, we're going to go into uh, into the Ukraine and we're going to support them militarily and everybody else in NATO is going to have to join us too.
0: Okay, but now there's another caveat that's going on out there. Yeah, now, we have satellites, and granted, they're not Russian satellites. Russia's talking about putting, you know, armed satellite Nuclear platforms... Up in yeah. uh, up in space, one of the reasons why you don't hear about is uh, several months ago, there are humanitarian things, things that forecast the weather and stuff like that. Satellites with critical life saving information. Uh, well, they yeah, these NATO nations said, you know what? They're the Western nations, so let's be honest. The Western nation us uh, said, mm-hmm. cut off their satellite links. Don't let them know if they got a cold front coming in. Uh, we don't care if it's a monster hurricane or sub-zero temperatures, don't let them know. They've shut off
1: do you Russia think, from the world with that. Do you think for one second that they don't already have satellites orbiting right now that, forget the nuclear stuff, that can destroy our other satellites right now? I mean, anti-satellite satellites are probably already in place as yeah, we Yeah, and
0: I think we're pushing buttons. We're We're standing up to somebody that might be a known bully, let's just say they're a known bully, and we're poking our finger in their chest, going, what you going to do, what you going to do, what you going to do, what you going to you... pow, that's what they're going to do. Mm-hmm. So quit playing games with them. You know, you talk about the rat in the corner. They're not a rat in the corner. They're the monster behind the door, and we're sitting there playing with it.
1: You know, You know. I, I, I think, I was thinking about this this morning as I was getting ready for the show. I think that every young person... Every young person, every young college student, every uh, young adult, somebody, anybody b- born after, let's say, uh, 2000 or 1995, it should be required viewing to watch the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan over and over again. You may, at least 10 times. Watch it. Now, you know, a lot of movies are nonsense, and to some extent, even parts of Saving Private Ryan are nonsense. Mm. But the first 20 minutes of Saving Private Ryan are the most visual and disgusting and graphic scenes of war I've seen on film. When they're getting off the, uh, the landing vessels on D-Day and they're, they're assaulting the beach at Normandy. And uh, people who were there have said it was it was hard for them to watch because it was so realistic. Only reason why I say it is peak because you know kids are watching all this crap <clears throat> Captain America, you know the mutants take so and so. I mean all this nonsense, this make-believe violence that they become numb to the reality of what real war is all about because you know somebody's getting zapped on some superhero thing and their the bullets are bouncing off their their protective shields, which is nonsense. You you as a young person are in danger right now, and you don't even know it. You as a young person, look, they're not going to come after a guy like me, a senior citizen, and say, oh, we need you to help uh, fight in the war effort. They, they, they actually are doing that in the Ukraine, but that's another story. Mm-hmm. But for the most part in the United States, they're going to go after the young people, the strong people, the healthy people. They're going to go after the people who can be molded and shaped to do the things that they have to do to fight a war. And that's, by the way, what they do. I've been in basic training. And I can tell you, you go down there and they they try to strip you of your independence. They want to strip you of your, your decision-making, your calculating. They want you to just follow the orders. If you see a hill and they want you to go over that hill, get the hell over that hill. Okay? That's what they want you to do. They're not going to come after people who are tr- older and rational and, and, and second guessing. They want the young, malleable people that they can they can manipulate. Mm-hmm. But th- I I think you should, at the very least, go out and and you know download, stream Saving Private Ryan for the first twenty minutes, and then think about the situation that we're in right now. They're talking about World War Three, okay, and, and they're not talking about it as some hypothetical. They're talking about it as some distinct possibility, okay? Something that may actually happen. You know, this is not something which is a pipe dream anymore. This is something which I've heard people and experts and pundits say, uh, the other side is getting pretty desperate. It may happen. We may see a a black hat operation between now and November as a distraction. You know, so you got to think about your politics and think about where you're going. You know, look at Trump. Trump—they're telling you that he's a Russian operative, and he's a a, a, a bad guy. Look at his mm-hmm. track record. He had no wars, no wars. I don't know how to say that without you understanding he didn't have a war. There was no, there was no, there are no people who were who were getting killed with new wars around the world because of Trump. Look at Biden. All right, the Democratic dove. Look at Biden and all of the wars and trouble mm-hmm. he's got us into. Think about it for a second. got to think about it. You can't, and I mean this, if I sound a little frustrated, it's because, I, like I said, I, they're not going to come after me th- to fight the wars. They're going to come after the young people, and those are the people you have to, besides praying for them, you have to hope that they open their eyes and see, my God, my God, this is war. This is what they're talking about as a distinct possibility. When you hear Lindsey Graham you know, uh, he's a, Repu- by the way, he's a Republican. You hear Lindsey Graham saying, we should go over there and give him all the bombs they need and give them all the support and troops they need and give them the F-16s. He has no, uh, he has no skin in the game. He's not, right. he's not married. He has no kids. No kids are going to get involved. They're not going to come after Lindsey Graham. You know, he's a, he's a, I think he's a. Reserve Colonel and some ten, uh, South Carolina National. He's Guard. Never
0: married, doesn't have kids. so a, what does a, he care?
1: He's a JAG officer. He's a. Yeah. Ja- you know, that's Judge he's a Jag Advocate. Ja- you know, let's yeah. be honest. He's a Judge Advocate General. He's a lawyer. Odds are, he's not going to see the, the the business end of a rifle. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I I get I I wanted to bring that out, Bill, because I don't think people realize the threat that is hanging over their heads right now. Because, you know, it's understandable. We get off this program, turn all the equipment off, go about our day. We go back into a world where the biggest problem you may have is, uh, is it going to be cold out today? Do I wear a jacket? Oh, I'm going to go to the store. Uh, Beautiful day. Let's go have lunch. Uh, We go back into a normalcy. It's almost make-believe. As we speak right now, there are bad actors who may destroy us and all that we love, but we don't seem to be aware, you know?
0: Well, one of those bad actors, though, is a major bad actor, and that's the bad actor in the White House. Now, you mentioned something before I mentioned something else, uh, that, you know, he's got a bill that he wants to pass, and he can't do it, so who did he call upon or tried to evoke, to Trump. step in to help him pass a bill? Yeah.
1: He, he tried to so, get Trump. Wait yeah. a minute,
0: wait a minute, wait wait a minute. He's better than Trump. He's the almighty God when it comes to presidents of the world, and he's got to sit there and say, hey, Trump, I need your help, buddy. You know, all I can say... What's wrong I, with that picture?
1: I know, bill, when, <laughs> when, when you hear people saying, you know, well, they're both old guys, go look at the videotape of Trump. Yesterday, uh, yes.
0: walking and talking, and, uh, you know, yes. he's yeah, he, he's trying to... I don't even know if they had some kind of uh, prosthetic there that was
1: mechanically and there's somebody he looked like back a robot with a little remote control.
0: Yeah, he did. You know where he was? Didn't quite have and, it you know, done. They
1: do have things like that, and that's how they walk. They're talking about it in the press. If you look at the uh, the stories today, uh, a lot of people looked at his Trump. He was vital, and he looked. He, he actually looked thinner and healthier than he's yeah. looked in a while. And you look. You look at uh, Joe. And it's like, yay, what the heck's wrong with him? He was robotic, he was stiff, he was lost. And you know, we in one of the he was had a little press conference down there and one of the reporters said, Are you gonna take any of the responsibility for Lake and Riley's death? And and he just ignored that he, well, he he should have turned around and said, That was a tragedy and that's for another time. He you, likes you, to
0: walk away from conversations.
1: He does. He doesn't like. He likes to pretend that he can't hear. Well, he can't walk away from this.
0: You know, you may have heard a year or two ago when he uh, he was going, we're going after the gig population out there. We want to get the giggers. And when you say gig, you know, you're thinking, oh, well, that's not yeah. going to affect me. Well, March 11th is the date, and it's a law. Now, it was a law made by the IRS at his behest. And they have no authority to make laws. They can just do it. You know, they just make a law. They don't have to, there's no vote. There's no nothing. They really don't have that power, but they can do it. I, I say they don't have the power, but they're doing it. And it's his, at his behest that they're doing it. The gig law is basically mm-hmm. a redefinition of how people work. And what's a gigger? Well, a gigger can be a construction guy. It can be anybody that works for themselves, like me. A mm-hmm. 1099 employee, because now that big company that I do stuff for, one of them, actually all of them, mm-hmm. they'll sit there and go, they've got to define, okay, how much work does Mr. Knight do for you? Wait a minute. He needs to be a qualified as an employee, salaried, benefits, everything. Well, now think of that. It's going to wipe now, they because they want to be sure they're getting their taxes. Now- let me tell you something, Mr. Biden. You can look at my tax returns. I pay taxes every year, this year, last year, every year of my damn life. I pay taxes. So, you know, that this gig person pays. But because of this new qualification, and it's very broad, and there, even the pundits are saying, this is going to take, well, it's going to make companies go, sorry, pal. We can't use you anymore, and no, we can't hire you as a full-time employee because it's going to cost us too much. And yeah, we'll have to automate, or we gotta we gotta dance around. So these gig jobs, your little, you know, you call it a side hustle. Hey, what's your hustle? Oh well, I sell vitamins, and but I, you know, I I make a hundred thousand dollars selling vitamins. Well, now the company is going to have to go. Yeah, it's our business, so it's going to hurt a lot of people.
1: So, and it's going to... So you you wonder why Trump is doing so well. Think about it for a second. You you just talked about uh, independent contractors like yourself who are going to be damaged by new mm-hmm. laws that come from this administration. You have auto workers who are losing jobs because they're shifting their, their manufacturing to other countries, China, Mexico, and they're going to close down factories in Detroit. You have people who are... Uh, working in fast food restaurants who are going to lose their jobs. You talked about this a couple of days ago because the companies are finding it too expensive to pay $20 an hour to uh, somebody who says, uh, uh, can I take your order, please? You know, and, and so you're going to have kiosks in all these fast food restaurants, mm-hmm. and you're not going to be talking to people anymore. You're going to be talking to a uh, an automated machine, something with AI built into it. It'll yeah. sound it'll sound really friendly. Hi, welcome to McDonald's or whatever. But well, it won't McDonald's be real. is
0: already doing it. Phoenix and uh, yeah, I think Houston and a couple in the Midwest. They said it was just one store, and it turns out, well, it's a half dozen stores that have opened up that are totally automated. You, there, if there's anything in there, there's a guy behind the wall in the back. Just making sure that it's got the frozen patties and the buns and machines so that when you go to the kiosk and order, put your credit card in, a little robot comes out or it spits out of a chute and it's there. Who do you talk to if, hey, you didn't make my burger right? Hey, the meat's a little raw. You know,
1: nobody because Well, they'll probably have some kind of customer service built into their software, which you'll say, you press a button and say, I got a problem with this burger. Hi, can we help you? No, I have a problem with this burger. Hi, can we help you? <laughs> you know how. No, make- <laughs> I have a problem with the burger. Okay. Do you one need need customer assistance?
0: Yes, yes I do. Please. Okay. You can go to this website on your cell phone. In other words, it's going to ask you oh, a absolutely. million questions. And take you all the way back to the beginning of the loop after 15 or 20 minutes or disconnect. Hi, welcome to McDonald's. <laughs> Hi, welcome to McDonald's. Can I help you? Oh, would you like God. a fry with that? <laughs> you know, you know in,
1: in, in our profession, in what we did for a living for years, uh, it's going to be uh, gone, I would think, within, for the most part, within the next uh, 10, 15 years. Well, yeah, it guys might be who do less than that. guys who do voice work. I, I have friends. Well, Bill, you do a lot of voice work. Uh, I have a lot of friends who do voice work. When I say voice work, I should I should explain. There are guys who literally uh, make their living by doing commercials and radio station imaging and things like that. Well, that's gig work? And, yeah, and you do them. You do them like uh, in studios in their houses. They used to have to go to studios to do it. Now you can do it at home because the equipment is so sophisticated. But you know, they also have AI now that does it, where you literally type into your computer what you want it to say, and then you'll say, I want it to sound uh, warm, a warm read, male, someone mm-hmm. in their mid-50s, uh, I want it to sound Midwest, and I want it to have uh, 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 a slight accent or something, right? And you know the darn computer will spit it back instantaneously. Not even, there won't be, and you know, when you do a session, When you do a recording session, uh, many times even the best announcers in the world will do a great read and all of a sudden they'll flub it. They'll hit the very end and something will happen and they'll get their tongue tied and have to do it again. And then sometimes they get a roadblock where they hit the same spot over and over again. They keep making mistakes and it's just a frustrating session. It happens to the best announcers in the world. But what happens is it draws the session out, costs the sponsor sometimes more money. Well, now with AI, that doesn't happen. You feed the stuff in, it gives you Mm. a decent read coming back. And I say decent. It doesn't have to be the most perfect read in the world because don't kid yourself. Advertisers really aren't terribly concerned with the most perfect read in the world. We as announcers are. But they aren't. They just want something that's going to sound halfway decent. Oh, that sounds good. That sounds better than my uncle Fred, doesn't it? Yeah, that's good. We'll run with that. That's okay. sounds real.
0: It sounds yeah. sad. It Sounds like like the average guy in the street. Sometimes, but you know, it's going to happen. Bill voice talents can sit there and sound like the average person on the street. They can sound this way. They can sound that way. You know, I mean, I. Went to a class one time, and I said, "You know, it's all in how you say it. Mm. Say the words, you know." And they're going, "What do you mean by that? Wouldn't you rather have a Buick? Wouldn't you rather have a Buick? Wouldn't you rather sure. have a Buick? Absolutely. It's how you change it. Now, that's one thing the AI is not going to do, or mentally have the. But it's actually, coming
1: actually, it will. It yeah, will. Uh,
0: it you'll, will down the it, road. And you'll be able, working on
1: it now. You'll be able to say to what I want it to sound like." Uh, uh, the Buwa commercial from 1956 and it will it'll go back it'll research it and boom it'll shoot it right back at you I mean um, I'm afraid that uh, the profession that we're we've made our living in and, and enjoyed and it was a great profession because if you were a young person back fun. in the 70s uh, and 80s uh, and you were on the radio it was it was exciting stuff 60s you had
0: to, you had to paint a picture with words and that was the magic of radio if uh if you've never if you never sat up late yeah. night hearing wait uh, well look at war of the worlds it was a radio oh, sure. program and 1938 kind of, it a, uh, orson yeah welles. it was yeah it was a joke you know and everyone heard this war they thought that we were under invasion from aliens and people were panicking it was orson welles gotcha <laughs> yeah gotcha yeah, got <laughs> but,
1: you there buddy you know um But anyway, things are going to change. They're going to change all over. And, you know, we're going to to have a lot of people in this country, you see them fighting right now for the illegals to get jobs. I heard it yesterday. Why can't the illegals, you heard Eric Adams, uh, they should be able to get jobs. Well, wait a second, Eric. Whose jobs? Eric, uh, you're going to see all those people we just talked about who have jobs that are going to lose jobs, what if the illegals come into town and they take their jobs? Now we have a bunch of people who were born here who can't get jobs because the illegals have taken them.
0: Well, maybe this move with the gig thing is also because it gives them benefits. Uh, it gives them vacation pay. It, uh, you know, maybe it's a backdoor way to get them in on it. And they knew about this all along. Well, we got to do this, so we got to change these laws. Well, the employer, the employers will just say. Uh, you know, it's funny that uh, you're doing that. That's a great thing. By the way, we don't have any jobs anymore. You, you know? know, are they going to outlaw the automation? Or are they going to open it up just enough to where you say, well, yeah, you know what? You got to have so many jobs, but they got to go to illegal immigrants because they got to work. Well,
1: well, all I can tell you is everyone else is privileged. We I look around and I see a lot of people who were born here who are going to lose their job. Uh, we have a lot of uh, veterans Uh, Some of them have PTSD. Yes, some of them have gone through hell and back and came back and have had a difficult time readjusting. And I do think that we as a country have a huge responsibility to take care of those people first. And I do believe that, you know, the money that we're talking about giving to Ukraine, uh, that's money that we should be spending on our veterans and their families You know, if somebody, I I watch uh, the commercials on TV, you've all seen them, Wounded Warrior, uh, Tunnels to Towers, Mm -hmm. uh, Disabled American Veterans, all of these different TV commercials, and yes, they are terrific. I applaud them all. But if we were the government and the country that we truly purport to be, it wouldn't be something that a private entity would have to do. The VA should turn around. There should be... No questions asked. You lost your life, uh, you, you, you know, fighting for the country. Your family is going to be taken care of by your country. You're not going to have to ask private citizens to go above and beyond. It's a it'll be a done deal. I don't hear any any congressman talking like that. I don't hear any senators talking like that. You know, they're full of hot air. You know, we heard Hunter Biden's story yesterday. That was all oh, the big story in the news. Well, Hunter Biden gave a private deposition and he was really hostile. And now the next thing is we're going to have a public ex, uh, public hearing and you'll all be able to see the questioning. I'm tired of your hearings. I'm tired yeah. of the nonsense and the, the false promises and the... Hopium, I call it hopium. That's like opium, but it, it's really hope. They they get you to so excited that something good is going to happen, some justice is going to prevail, and it doesn't. I'm tired yeah. of seeing people get up in front of the camera and tell us about where we're going next. And, you know, it takes some time. We have to build the case. No. Look what they did to Trump when they impeached him. They did it in about 20 seconds. You know, when they impeached Trump— they just did it. Don't tell me you have to have stuff built up to do stuff. Just do it. You know, actions speak louder than words. Get it done. I, I Today's one of those days. If I seem a little uh, uh, wound up today, I guess I am. I guess I am. And I hope yeah. uh, I hope it's uh, striking a chord with some people.
0: A couple of things here. Uh, DeSantis, you heard about this. He, I guess yeah. he put it on the X. He signed, uh, what is it, uh, House Bill uh, 117. It authorizes the release of grand jury documents like those in the Jeffrey Epstein case, which might be interesting, and I wonder if uh, somebody uh, could be listed in those documents that may not want that stuff out there because he says the public has a right to know, and they do because it it might paint some... Why now, Bill? Why didn't it happen six months ago? Well, that's a good question. Why not? Well, what he's trying to do, obviously... Uh, he's trying to win favor yeah. from the right. Yes. Um, but there are people on the right that probably uh, are not going to be happy with the release of that information too. So you got that going on. I think we he's, talked to I th-
1: I think he's um, trying, like I think you made a very good point. He's trying to win favor with people on the right. Yeah, And I think he's trying to build a case for he should be vice president. Well, he is on the list,
0: whether you like him or not. And, you know, I, I have a hard time you know, wondering who should and shouldn't be because I don't trust anybody not anymore. Awful, I don't boy, even.
1: What you just said a second ago is absolutely the way a lot of us feel. Well, We've lost our trust in so much. Okay, I'm going to say something that
0: could be right conspiracy or even left conspiracy, okay. and you will know this and you will chime in and editorialize on it because I know <laughs> you feel this way too. Are there not times when you sit there and you sh- look at everything and you shake your head and wonder? If the deep state is everybody, and they're all actors, Biden, Trump, oh, I everybody, know. Oh, I know. <laughs> and it's all just a game to screw us all up, and we don't really have a
1: choice, we're just rats in a damn maze. Uh, isn't that the truth? Sometimes you feel like, you know, they just throw in little, here's a cr- little cheese over here, follow that way, here's a little cheese over there, follow it that way, and we, we got you all tied up in a tizzle, and... You're exactly where we want you to be. In the meantime, yeah. in the meantime, while you are sucking up this story, while you're believing this this lie that we're feeding you, we're stealing everything from you over here. Yeah, we're getting screwed, you know. And you
0: you just wonder I know. about it. I know, Bill. Yeah. You're absolutely- so getting off <laughs> that
1: thing before we get but into it. A- but that's for a Saturday show. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and you know, maybe we find a way, maybe we do it live one time and sit there and if there was interest and let people chime in and go, yeah, I wonder, but you know, I don't want to get you off the path because, you know, we've got to take the justice path and and believe that there is hope and there is, you know, there is a valid path. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you know, if you're on the left, hey, it doesn't matter what you think or say, you're marching off the cliff here soon. Uh, and we're just marching off a different cliff.
1: You know, uh, either way, but, we're all going to f- have the same fall. Haven't you wondered why? You know, Congress has been run by the Republicans now. What, this will be the second, nothing the second happened. year. Nothing's happened. You, you thought everybody thought, oh, it's switching to the Republicans, and now things are going to happen. Well, we've had a bunch of hearings that mean absolutely nothing. You know, do you th- honestly think that Hunter Biden? Is going to go to jail, or any Biden is going to go to jail. Oh, Joe! Before he
0: before he strokes out or whatever he does, he'll pardon them, or they'll find a pardon after he does. So it doesn't matter what happens with Hunter and everything. It's all
1: just window dressing to sit there. Hey, and- Hunter can go into those hearings and moon them, and they won't do anything. You know, I say that, and people you might laugh. Cracked by up but, there, but 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 people laugh. <laughs> moon them. Hey. About a month and a half ago, uh, an aide to a Democratic, uh, I think, representative uh, went into one of the hearing rooms in the Senate chambers. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. And he, yeah, had, he had sex with another man on the hearing table, on camera, and they let him go. They didn't even, didn't even give him any kind of punishment. Now, mind you, during January 6th, Uh, There were some people, protesters, who went into the the chambers and sat down. They're in jail now. Yeah. Have been for two and a half years. So wait a second. You walk into a chamber and sit down and don't disturb or do anything, and then you walk out later orderly like you're in a tour, and you go to jail for two and a half years. But if you are an aide to a Democratic representative or senator and you have Sex, in front of a camera, during business hours, in the hearing room, you get let off. Tell yeah. me how that's just. It's not just,
0: but that's the way it works. And I have a feeling on you know the people that are transgender or they have all their uh, nom de airs of di- identification, but that's a whole different thing. A couple of things, because I know we're drawing nigh on time. Uh, short little story, Angeron. Mm-hmm. Which, yep. you know, he's a pervert. He's a pervert in the gym. Yeah. And apparently, the gym now has banned the person that pointed out the fact that Engeron uh, oh, is a James pervert. James O'Keefe? Yeah. Yeah. They, they banned him for life. And I'm going, oh, yeah, that's <laughs> just right there. They said, you're banned for life on yes. pointing that fact out. Yes. You shouldn't have done that. That yes. wasn't your right to do. Engeron yes. has the right to be a pervert and a one sided judge. But okay, you got that. Uh, and then Letitia James. Oh yeah. well, you know, uh, I guess she is. She's a she's America's superhero. First, she took on Trump, mm-hmm. got a big award there. Yesterday, it was just announced that she is going after the big biggest beef uh, producer in the world over misleading. Um, uh, what was it? Uh, the public, you know, in their in their. Their message on uh, climate change, yeah, and uh, green uh, gas. Uh, 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 now, uh, uh, yeah, right. <laughs> now, you know, there, there's been problems with the cell phones and stuff of the network shutting down. Yes, AT and T. She is going after not AT and T just in New York, but in the whole country because you know people depend on phones, and so they're misleading the public. She's
1: intoxicated and she's, right now. She's intoxicated. See, yeah. they they live. You don't understand something, Bill. She's in New York. She lives in a in a really uh compact uh environment of like minded liberals, okay? So she she gets off of a case and she gets this this stupid verdict, and all she's hearing is congratulations Ooh. from all of the, the lunatic left. Angeron got money for this case. She got money. I'm not talking about their
0: salaries. You know, you can calculate yourself. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and she's gotten money from that. I mean, this is a form of extortion. Now, next, I understand, any big business that's got money, she's going to go after, and she's just going to line them up and get her rake out to rake in money because she thinks she can. She's going to kill New York, but I understand she's being fitted for a uh, a superhero uniform. Fit, yeah. They want to get and it the in a cape and everything, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I think they want to get it in a triple
1: X queen size for herself. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know, we we played this yesterday. Eric Adams was uh, oh boy, speaking. Listen, Eric Adams, the mayor of New York. Listen. Right, now, we, the overwhelming
2: number of migrants and asylum seekers that are here, they, wanted, they want to work. I still don't understand why the federal government is not allowing them to work. They need to have the right to work like all of us that have come to this country had the ability to do so. But those small numbers that are committing crimes...
1: We need to modify the uh, the sanctuary city law that if you commit a felony, a violent act, we should be able to turn you over to ICE and have you deported. It is a right to live in this city, and you should be you should be not committing crimes in our city for doing so. Right now, we don't have the authority to do so. Okay, that's Eric Adams, the mayor of New York. That was from a couple of days ago and yesterday, right now right. He, he's saying that these illegals should be shipped out. The you know you haven't got a right to commit crimes in New York. Uh, There should be uh, some kind of a rule that they they are sent packing. Well, the FBI agents raided the home of a top aide of Mayor Eric Adams on Thursday morning. Uh, This is unbeknownst to anybody. His his place was raided. Uh, Agents were spotted at the Pelham Bay home of Winnie Greco who's already under probe by the uh, City Department of Investigation over allegations she improperly used her government position to get perks. It wasn't immediately clear if Thursday's law enforcement action, first reported by uh, a a TV news outlet from uh, the Bronx, was connected to the investigation. But the coincidence is that Eric Adams, I guess it was on Wednesday, goes in front of the, the media and he's screaming about how you have there are certain rules you have to follow to be an illegal in this city. Otherwise, you can't be in this city. He, this is a, he's kind of straying off the uh, reservation, so to speak, uh, when it comes to the Democratic message. He's saying, well, maybe you should be kicked out of our sanctuary city if you're being a bad person. Well, that's not the script that he was handed by the guys in the deep state. So what do they do? They raid his second-in-command. They yeah. raid her house. A lot of people are talking about that. So, um, uh, interesting point. They, there's a lot of, uh, lot of dissatisfaction. A lot of people aren't very happy right now uh, on the left because of what's happening with Trump. And, and their messages aren't being sold like they thought they were going to be sold. You know, they thought that they could just put a message out and everybody would consume it. Well, it ain't happening anymore. A lot of people are turning their back on the left. And, uh, they're frustrated. And so I, and again, this goes back to, uh, you, you corner an animal and, uh, that's when they're the most vicious. So, uh, don't expect it to be smooth sailing between now no. and the election in 2024. No, nah,
0: it's going to be rough and it's going to be an interesting weekend. There's a lot of things that could happen. Maybe it'll be a smooth weekend. I don't know, but keep your eyes and ears open because, uh,
1: well, today is uh, the closing arguments for Fannie Willis or Fannie Willis, yeah. whatever you want to call her. Uh, the closing argument is today. Uh, he, the judge technically could uh, hear the closing arguments and say, I've heard everything. I have a decision. He could give you the decision today. He could give yeah. it to you in, in, an hour after he he ends the hearing. So
0: I was always told if it's a quick decision, it's good. Uh, if it's a long decision, it's not good. But, you know, it depends on what your interpretation of good is. If he decides right away, see, this is one of those weird things. If he's got a foregone conclusion like an an on, you know, his mind was already made up, really doesn't matter. You know, oh, oh that's not good. Oh, that's not good. Well, I didn't find anything here. Don't, don't look here. That's done. It's over. Banny, go back to work. Or he could be somewhere a little bit toast, but she still gets to go back to work and things still go on. Mm. Or it could drag out and take a while, and he goes, well, I've really deliberated on this. He's either going to, you know, I'm basically saying it's 50-50. I don't believe in any Democrat judge. And it does mean I believe in Republican judges, but I don't believe in any Democrat judge because if they've been appointed or worked in the Biden DOJ, it just seems that they are there at this point in time, and they are for a reason, and they want to get Trump, bankrupt Trump, get him off the ballot in any way they can or you know diminish
1: him. I remember after 2020, there was a, a rule, There was a decision that was coming out of Colorado and they showed that on television. And that judge seemed to be fair and honest and seemed to be paying attention. And then he came out with some ridiculously partisan decisions. So you're absolutely correct. Anything can happen right now. Um, yeah. Hey, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868. 833-538-7868.
0: Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at jimandbill.com. Jimandbill
1: at mail.com. And I guess that. I like how you dragged that last comma. dot calm (laughs) I I like that dramatic dramatic Uh, effect I'm
0: still still thinking about your little comment beforehand about you know the judges and stuff like that and I was going that you know I had a line but I thought I'll leave it alone Uh,
1: save it for tomorrow hey listen uh, I think we're done my friend I think we're finished you have anything else you want to add before we uh, turn the lights out yes
0: yes there is hasta la vista baby we're out of (laughs) here
1: This is CRN America.